Many doctors and specialists recommend eating a diet rich in fruits and vegetables because they are scientifically proven to provide your body with numerous benefits. Inside each fruit and vegetable are thousands of nutrients known as phytochemicals. They help to keep your cells strong and healthy. For years, scientists have isolated certain phytochemicals, creating artificial vitamins. But phytochemicals need to work together, and isolating them can have harmful effects. Only by eating whole fruits and vegetables can you get all the phytochemicals working together in harmony. At Balance of Nature, we understand this. That is why we use whole, natural produce in our products, providing your body with all the nutrition it needs on a daily basis. See why people all across the world are taking Balance of Nature by going to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-2468-751. And don't forget to get 35% off your first order as a preferred customer by using discount code Kate. Hi, friends. If I could ask you a favor, go to MyPillow.com and put in the code word Kate. Mike Lindell and I have partnered up not only to bring you fantastic products, but he's also helping this show. You're going to get wonderful products when you put in the code Kate, K-A-T-E. You're going to get 30% off on the products. They have specials all the time. But these, I'm not wowed easy, but these products are amazing, I have to say. The sheets, the towels, the robes, the slippers, everything. Completely amazing. You're going to love it. The phone number is 1-800-873-1052 or go to MyPillow.com and simply put in the code word Kate. Thanks, you guys. Rise and shine, fragile Americans. There's a victimhood to be claimed and microscopic germs to fear. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Where does the real power lie? The power behind the power. Because it's no longer about who lives in the White House. It's about who owns the White House. This is the presidency. How much higher can a politician go? The real power isn't here. It's beyond here. It's above it, but still working in conjunction with it. On a Wednesday. Boy, this week's flying by, maybe because we had a holiday, and uh, that holiday was Memorial Day, a day to remember those that have uh, perished in uh, the armed forces. And honestly, I keep thinking about it because that day is so close to the 4th of July, which is Independence Day. And it's kind of amazing as those two days are, are so close in remembrance of what we kind of hold dear and, and those that have lost their lives. And of course, a day that we celebrate what's incredibly amazing about this country and what it's offered us. And I'm just glad they're close together. I really am. I don't know that I've ever really thought about the fact that they were that close uh, together. And so I appreciate you listening in. I've got uh, Susan with me. How are you, Susan Reed? Oh, I am doing better than ever. Awesome. I love it. And I really want to thank Melissa. I love her message from last hour, and that is find a place of happiness in what you have and why it is so good to fight for this country, but have a place of remember where you're coming from. When you're fighting for this country, remember that you need to be happy and full of gratitude and humility for what we actually do have. And then take that and use that as the place in which you um, you say to yourself, okay, this is worth 
this is worth it. And this fight is on. And instead of a place of fear or doom that every day we're so despondent over what's going on, that isn't the best place to get the best work done. And I really appreciate her message because it's really timely right now as you're watching his fraudulently and Hormala uh, try to uh, be the puppetry that runs everything and you're watching all the mixed messages and the governors that are bought and sold and all the creepy politicians that are bought and sold and I know that it can get overwhelming but I still when I drove across the heartland I just I that what I felt for this country was so God inspired and I thought you know what it's so worth fighting for. We have such a beautiful country and uh, and a, a beautiful place to live. And we've been given so much. And so I just, I want to keep having that for my kids and grandkids. Welcome, Susan. So uh, let's talk uh, for just a moment because we're going to get into a book you read and I cannot wait to get into that. Um, but first things first, be, I have to ask you this first and I, we weren't planning on talking about this, but Maggie from New York Times wrote about Trump talking about coming back into August in, in August as president, right? Now, I don't necessarily believe that will happen. I really don't. I don't think there's a chance for that, but a lot of people do. I'm just stating how I feel right out of the gate um, because I do feel like it's kind of, it's, you know, it's, it's over and, we, and, and this puppetry is it. But it was interesting to see Maggie from New York Times write about it as if and bring it to, to bring it to light for people as if she was you know kind of informing people about Trump's message so what what did you take from this because you might feel totally different than me you tell me uh, what I took from it is uh -huh. that Maggie Haberman has been in Trump's orbit and written about him for decades yeah so she knows the network she knows the people she she's an expert on him in many many ways right and so if this chatter is going on in the circle or through him she must have had to double check because uh -huh. why else would she put this out there in such a, it's such a unique message right. that he himself is doing this right and she would have checked with her network. She knows lots yeah. and lots of people. You spend all that time in journalism mm -hmm. over decades. Mm -hmm. Your network is extensive. Right. And so there's something to I this chatter. I thought it was chatter. weird. Yeah. Well, this wasn't like some obscure site saying this. It was Maggie from New York Times putting it out there. But she was putting it out there like kind of like a voyeur as saying, well, this is what he's saying. That's interesting. Um, and that's not going to happen. That's interesting. But I did think it was interesting that she wrote about it. Well, that she wrote about it and I think that Trump he always has a couple strategies there's a leak strategy but there's also let false things also circulate uh -huh. to uh, yep. stir up the Democrats yes and I think he hasn't come out and said there is absolutely no way Maggie well, Haberman is completely wrong right he's just been quiet on this well I do my, one of my first thoughts I have to be honest one of my first thoughts about this was they love this in mainstream because they want the eyeballs on, um, they still want eyeballs on Trump. They still want people to be talking about that because it stirs people up, right? Yes. Yes. So there's a big component there that they don't, they're not getting, the, the media won't be honest about his fraudulency or Hormala. So that's a problem because it doesn't create any controversy. So we're examining what they're doing, right? right? And so in order to get eyeballs off of them, and the, com the, the communists in office and all the people in office, some Zionists, some communists, that they don't want eyeballs on them. So they want to make sure and get eyeballs on Trump. And so cause sometimes it can be a diversion. Do you think there's any 
why would he be putting that out there that that he's coming back in August? It, you know, uh, why that? Why uh, August? It's it's interesting because mm-hmm. the Arizona mm-hmm. um, audit mm-hmm. is going to be done by then. Mm-hmm. There's more realization among the public that something went terribly wrong yes. in a lot of places. Yeah, I and do agree with that. When the audit comes out and they say this is exactly what we found and this is where it traces to, mm-hmm. it's this has never really happened in our country on the scale before. Right. It was that obvious too. Uh, the the fraud. And so you can imagine what happened is her message went viral. That mm. was a very clickable yeah. message. And mm-hmm. the mainstream dinosaur media has been sinking after Trump left. He's been quiet. Yeah. He's left. Yeah, they're you know, not getting the eyeballs because they're just they're 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 fully putting out the we love whatever Biden does next and whatever Hormala does next. We're all aboard the the train of the, the communists. So so there's nothing interesting about that. Nothing because they won't be honest. No, so and so her viral message is super clickable, mm-hmm. and I think that's just one of the reasons. Because honestly, if it isn't true, mm-hmm. she pays no price for that. Yeah, the the media pays no price right. for just putting things out there. But the message was unusual, right? And there was a big stir about. Um, General Flynn, who made a comment, it was part of a discussion, and somebody mentioned the Myanmar uprising, mm-hmm. and that could that happen here? And he said something like, "I, it, I don't know if he said absolutely, yeah. or it was just the idea that um, that stuff is happening based on a vote over there." He was not suggesting it's going to happen. He wasn't suggesting. In fact, he made a statement and right. said, "Not suggesting anything or encouraging anything." Mm-hmm. But two people simultaneously, and that's kind of what the chatter's been about. How can they have both mirrored this message? Well, nothing's coming from Trump. Interesting. So I think um, Maggie Haberman kind of hit it out of the park in terms of viral. Mm -hmm. That's always the goal. Oh, yeah. Right? Entertainment value. Mm -hmm. So That's what I I was thinking that, too. There's that. Yes. All right. Talk about the spike protein that Melissa was hitting on just a little bit on uh, the the, the danger of the spike protein found in this experimental shot that people seem to healthy people signing up to be a part of an experiment to ruin their health. It's kind of amazing to me, but talk about the, the spike protein. So there was, yes, the Japanese study um, that Pfizer had access to the data Mm -hmm. um, and it was 11 of 13 vaccinated subjects. And this was an Ogata. So this was based on an interview with a scientist in Toronto, um, Byram Brittle, a viral Mm -hmm. immunologist and associate professor at university in Ontario, said in an interview, quote, we made a big mistake. We didn't realize it until now. But he said that the spike protein we thought originally was a great target antigen. We never knew the spike protein was a toxin and was a pathogenic protein. And he said they thought originally that it was going to be similar to other vaccines that Mm -hmm. stayed at the vaccine site in the shoulder muscle. Hmm. And they found these spike proteins floating around in the bloodstream in this Japanese study that Pfizer had as an internal secret document. And so that's what came out, is that Pfizer had this information from Japan. So um, he said that... Um, 
such blood clotting bleeding is due to the effects of the spike protein and that they found it, he said, in the study. It gets into the blood where it circulates for several days post-vaccination, then accumulates in organs and tissues, including the spleen, bone marrow, the liver, adrenal glands, and in quite high concentration in the ovaries. High concentration in the ovaries. And so if that is true, because science likes to needs to be replicated, if mm-hmm. this was a study like this, um, but they said lab animals injected with the purified spike protein developed cardiovascular problems. And so now you're seeing some young people right, getting right. the cardiovascular. So he said this is called the results of this leaked Pfizer study tracing the biodistribution of the vaccine MRA are not surprising. So what's happening is the biodistribution is how it's being distributed in the body. Um it said one patient had spike protein detectable on day 29, but that was after the second shot, one day after an injection, and then it disappeared two days later. But they assumed it would stay in the shoulder muscle. So that is like new information that when right, you get vaccinated, right. it stays locally, but then the immune system reacts to it. But this study suggests, mm-hmm. and whether true or not, that the spike proteins are circulating and That's the FDA had warned about it, um, that pediatric rheumatologist Peter Whalen had warned a vaccine advisory committee of the FDA of the potential for the spike protein in COVID vaccines to cause microvascular damage, causing the damage to liver, heart, and brain. So FDA warns about it, yet approves it? <laughs> well, oh. this was his warning <laughs> right. to the FDA committee, the advisory committee. So uh, what they did was they looked at this information and now we're seeing more and more effects of this. Um, So he said the same doctor, um, he did not dispute the value of a coronavirus vaccine that worked to stop transmission of the disease, but Mm -hmm. he said, quote, it would be vastly worse if hundreds of millions of people were to suffer long lasting or even permanent damage to their brain or heart microvascular as a result of failing to appreciate in short term the unintended consequences of a full-length spike protein-based vaccine. Jeez. And people are just perfectly healthy people can't wait to go change their bodies forever, not knowing what the effects are. Just completely amazes me. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. But I stopped off in the vestibule Every time that bell would ring Catch me praying with my ding ling ling Oh, uh, that song totally reminds me of Fauci. <laughs> For the obvious reasons. I welcome you back. <laughs> to the Kate Daly Show. Love Chuck Berry. Uh, So welcome back. And of course, uh, we have to talk about Fauci, who makes me want to throw up, but we still have to talk about him for a moment because some interesting information came out on him. Um, And I just wanted to mention, again, balance of nature. If you really are worried about your health, just get balance of nature. You don't need no stinking shot. You just, you know, no experimental shots for you. Nope. Uh, You don't want to change your body forever. You want to just make sure you get the right nutrients. I would imagine that would be something with common sense attached to it, that you would go get a supplement, food supplement, um, that would actually help you. 
um, instead of harm you. So I love this about Balance of Nature. Balance of Nature is the most amazing food supplement I've ever come across. It has the most in it, and you're going to love it. In fact, uh, you'll get those nutrients, uh, all those nutrients that your body's crying out for. So make sure you go to balanceofnature.com. It's easy to take. It takes just a minute in the morning, and you're going to love the health effects. You're going to feel it right away. About a week and a half, two weeks, you're going to start feeling uh, pretty amazing. And when you don't take it, you're going to feel it. Uh, that's how much your body needs it. But go to balanceofnature.com and use the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. You're going to love it. Uh, Susan, talk about... <laughs> Talk about dingling. Talk about Fauci for a moment. He had uh, emails, 3,800 emails that came out uh, that were very telling. Very true. Um, I wanted to mention, though, a bombshell came out this weekend. Uh A great reporter at the Weekend Australian found remarks by Fauci from 2012. And I'm going to read these three sentences. And this is about gain of function. This is his email. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, No, this is actually published in the American Society for Microbiology in 2012. And then I'll get to his email because this plays a huge role if you understand this. So these remarks have not made the news at all in this whole pandemic, whatever it is. Um, He said, quote, and this is regarding gain of function, which means you add things to a disease to Mm -hmm. make it more contagious, to make it more deadly as a science project right in an unlikely conceivable turn of events what if that scientist fauci says becomes infected with the virus which leads to an outbreak and ultimately triggers a pandemic he wrote many ask reasonable questions given the possibility of such a scenario however remote should the initial experiments have been performed and or published in the first place and what were the processes involved in this decision he's writing He says, scientists working in this field might say, as indeed I have said, that the benefits of such experiments and the resulting knowledge outweigh the risks. He just identified one of the risks as a potential pandemic. And then he said the gain of function research outweighs the risk. There was also confirmation that after the Obama administration stopped allegedly gain of function experimentation, but there was a loophole that Fauci went to the White House immediately afterwards a couple of times. And so White House logs suggest that he was there right after it was banned. And then he told Rand Paul in a Senate committee hearing Mm -hmm. that, no, he did not fund it. And he said, Rand Paul said, you're just playing word games. You are playing word games. So... What has happened is the Washington Post and BuzzFeed, very few people know what BuzzFeed is, it's a little blog, um, did a Freedom of um, Information Act FOIA, Mm -hmm. and they got 3,800 of his emails. And so you can download all 3,200 if you want. But there's some that are eyebrow-raising. Um, There was a warning from a scientist back in early 2020 who warned Fauci that China was lying about virus death rates spread and data. And Dr. Fauci, he put all the data in there and Dr. Fauci responded in his email, too long for me to read. (laughs) Gosh. Proof that China may have been lying too long for me Mm. to read. And so it said... um, So these were scientists writing to him. So another scientist wrote to him and she said, you know, I'm going on a plane trip. Should I be wearing a mask at the airport? And this is um, in February 2020. So a year ago, February. He said, 
this is Tony Fauci, masks are really for infected people to prevent them from spreading infection to people who are not infected rather than mm-hmm. protecting uninfected people. And he goes through it and he said, you're in a low risk environment at the airport. I don't recommend it. This is February 2020. This is the NIH head of infectious disease control. Then there's emails back and forth between he and Mark Zuckerberg. And Mark Zuckerberg is offering all this help to get the message out. Well, puppets like to talk to each other. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, but there was one really, really. And it said, finally, because he's offering all this help. Uh-huh. Finally. <clears throat> and this was kind of the big part. Mm-hmm. And it's all redacted. So <laughs> the most important part. And then Fauci <laughs> writes him back and says, oh, mm-hmm. I appreciate all this help. He was writing internally to other people talking about Zuckerberg. He goes, but an even bigger deal is his offer to redacted. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. You know, when you're honest with people, you don't need to be redacted. (laughs) I know it's like this thing, you know, that dingling um, loves uh, the fact that this is redacted. And it's so interesting to me. Uh, That just basically means you're being lied to in really obvious terms. I, I, wow. Please don't get the experimental shot that changes you forever. You can't undo it. I, what is making people run and do this as a healthy person? The cover of InStyle magazine put Dr. Fauci on the cover. By a pool. By a pool. With sunglasses on and no mask. And socks. Uh-huh. And she's <laughs> Yeah, with no mask. That's... He is some kind of, well, the spellbinder we talked well, about. When you do the state's bidding, you're... I mean, I, he'll have every bridge in America named after him, the biggest airport. Uh, you know, wherever the New World Order goes, there goes the monuments. So just know that he will be put up as this hero forever because that's what happens. The truth tellers, you don't hear a peep about them. The ones that are the puppetry that will do the bidding, that will sell your soul, that will sell their own soul, they are the ones that get everything named after them. That's right. It's and disgusting. So- So to watch that, and what's interesting about this is because more of this is coming out, Mm -hmm. they say his time is now limited. He should have been gone a long time ago, but they say now this, this Mm -hmm. may do it, may push him out because his advice has flip-flopped so many times. Um, In fact, in March of last year... He came out and said the virus can't be contained, meaning no mitigation measures would work and that herd immunity will soon ensue. Herd immunity in March of 2020. So, boy, have we come a long way. And I hope we've learned a lesson about in the uh, spellbinders who are put up in front as the puppets Mm -hmm. who create all the magic. His hypocrisy should have been clear warning early on. Yes. That he's such a lying little dingling that I can't imagine people would actually take him seriously for five minutes. But, you know, they're the same people that run and get an experimental shot and they're perfectly healthy. They're so afraid of the boogeyman. And, and also, do do? yeah, he um, was conferring about the Wuhan lab early mm-hmm. on and about potential. People were writing him about the potential for the spike protein being manufactured. And so early on, it suggests there's a lot of stuff he already knew and then came out and presented another uh, face to that. But... What's so interesting that's happening now, happening now is the whole media is rotating to focus on the Wuhan lab, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And there's people like the writers and researchers at offguardian.com mm-hmm. who say 
this is just another... It's another distraction it's from another. all this stuff that's going on with the vaccines. 50,000 deaths. We've had 50,000 deaths because 5,000 that are recorded are only a, a tenth of, of what we're looking at. We've had millions of people sick. We have with pe- things they cannot reverse. Mm-hmm. Um uh, 29,000 is only 10% of hospital visits because of the shot. Perfectly healthy people, by the way. Yeah. We've, we have a lot of damage and no one wants to talk about it. So what are they talking about? Let's, the, let's discuss Wuhan. Well, I mean, the, the Wuhan lab. And so the, the Washington Post did something and it mm-hmm. just, it's changed its headlines from where last year it said the de- debunked Wuhan lab fake news coming from the right And now they've had to kind of switch and say, well, the possibility exists. And so they've kind of been caught in this. Mm -hmm. But again, is this even true? Right. So it's always good to be the skeptic and go, wait, everybody's (laughs) rotating to this message. What does that really mean? The fact that everyone's rotating to it. I know. I know, uh, because here's the deal. Can I just say this e- more plainly? Because I'm hearing state ads, you know, all about this vaccine. Take the vaccine. I mean, you're being so heavily marketed to and lied to right now. But here's the deal. <laughs> they would say today that to take a certain romaine lettuce off the market because it could produce E. coli and you could be the one in a million people that take it and have an illness or die from E. coli poisoning and you would not buy romaine at the grocery store. They would empty the shelves immediately at every single grocery store they had traced it to. And I mean, they would over precaution to the point where um, they might even say the lettuce next to it needs to go. And you would be the consumer that would say, oh my gosh, I'm not going to eat romaine today. I'm not going to buy it because there's a huge scare of E. coli. And I could be the one in million that gets it. But sign me up for the experimental shot as a healthy person and that I can never undo. And I, you know, I might get blood clots, infertility. Um, I might die. I might have something that, that happens to me that is irreversible. I'm totally game because I'm so afraid. Same person that won't buy romaine lettuce because of, a, of an E. coli scare. Okay. I just just want to make sure that, um, that if any portion of that <laughs> makes sense to you, something's wrong. Uh, I also wanted to mention, so one of the emails, uh, the Wuhan lab funder, mm-hmm. Dasek, emailed Fauci thanking him for dismissing the lab leak theory and also called him brave. From my perspective, your comments are brave and coming from your trusted voice will help dispel the myths being spun yeah. about the virus. <laughs> Sorry, origins. I just threw up. I'm... <clears throat> Go ahead. Sorry. Yes. I just keep throwing up in my mouth. Go ahead. No, no, no. So mm. you're getting a lot of the behind the scenes drama. Uh-huh. He was also noticing that people were making him into a sex symbol along with Cuomo. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I just. Oh. Okay. Um, so he yeah, just, just became, you know, got nauseous do- again. They're doing the children's book about him. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so this paints a whole different picture right. of what's going on behind the scenes. So just stand back and mm-hmm. watch the media rotate to the the Wuhan lab right theory. All right, I just I'm just Fauci comes to mind. Okay. No, uh, and so um, <sighs> people are starting to notice. In fact, Lou Rockwell, sex symbol. Oh my gosh, he looks like a little Hitler. I know. 
Uh, Lou Rockwell <sighs> wrote an article because um, the singer B.J. Thomas mm-hmm. uh, died rather suspiciously. Lou Rockwell says after getting a COVID vaccine, um, but he took it publicly. So B.J. Thomas, I'm trying to remember offhand. Yeah. Uh, let's see. BJ but of course, Th- they'll never say it's no. because of the vaccine. No, no, no. Uh-huh. And so this is why the deaths don't get reported. At least all of them. N- at least notice. Mm-hmm. It's much more sophisticated to just say, OK, this is happening. Hank Aaron. Yeah. Remember Hank Aaron? Yeah. That was tragic. Yeah. We're losing some great people. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pay attention. I'm so glad this audience knows. It gives me hope in humanity. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. I gave a letter to the postman. He put it in his sack. Bright and early next morning, he brought my letter back. She wrote upon it. Return sender. I think that's what we should do with this uh, propaganda, the shot. Return to sender. Just return. <laughs> Just hit return. Uh, welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. Make sure you go to MyPillow.com and order some fabulous products. Those towels, I have to say, are the most amazing towels. We had some guests over the weekend and their comment on the towels was, oh my gosh, what kind are these? Because they are that good. I'm serious. I was just so shocked by the quality of the towels at my pillow. They are absorbent, fluffy, amazing, soft, and they don't lose that after washing them. They're that good. Um, replace your towels with these. I'm not joking. When you do so, put in the code Kate and you get up to 40% off and it also helps the show. So you're, you're, you're getting such a, a great deal. Uh, go to MyPillow.com, order the products, and you're helping Truth and Radio. You can feel really good about that because uh, we're one of the last truthful shows on the air, and I truly mean that. I know. I'm not giving myself props. Like I hope that's not the message here. What I'm trying to say is there are so many bought and solds. <laughs> There are so many people told what to say, and we're not. Susan and I are sitting here. We're not told what to say. We're saying what's on our minds. We're saying what we've researched, but we're not bought and sold. And it's a rare, rare thing. And I'm hearing from people all over the country that are like, wow, we we, we don't get to hear these things on other shows. And I'm really grateful for that. And I'm, I'm grateful and humbled to just to be a part of it. So please, by all means, help Truth and Radio. Um, and I'm, it, well, there's so many things. Uh, re- return to sender. Just hit return to sender. I, I'm serious. You're, the, the propaganda machine. We were just talking about this off air, so I have to mention this. What are you promised to get the vaccine now? Because, see, you weren't interested enough, so now they have to tempt you. What, what are you getting? You're getting donuts, free donuts. Budweiser's giving free beer. Heiser Bush. Right. Hustler giving free lap dances in Vegas for getting the vaccine. You're getting money. You're getting what else? I mean, it was like a whole donuts, candy entered into a lottery, entered into the lottery candy, like like the the creepy van that pulls up and the guy's like, come here, get some candy. You know, it's like that. okay? (laughs) Um, and what do all these things have in common, Susan? Vices, things that are bad for you. Come get the vaccine. 
It's, I will give you this thing that's rotten for you. That'll rot you from the inside out. Like, come get it. I mean, it's like the creepy guy in the van pulls up. It's like the governor. Just picture your governor in the creepy van, like the Chester Molester van, and they pull up and it's like, come get the free candy, kids. <laughs> that's what this vaccine show reminds me of. You just got to picture your governor and all your politicians in the same van and oh, the van opens and there's all your politicians that you thought you could trust. And they're all going, come on, come get it. It's experimental and you're totally healthy, but that's okay. We got you covered. You know, that that's the messaging right now that all I'm hearing when I'm hearing all the pro ads for all this crap. Um, let me just take a phone call and then I want to hear about this book. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yeah, hello, Kate. Hi there. I'll, I'll just simply say this, and okay. that is that anything, any ads that are run, like the one during the break from Health and Human Disservices, <laughs> and also from the Ad Council, yeah, forget the it. Ad Council Propaganda Network, yeah, America, absolutely. Wow. The BS meter was pegging. Was, uh, <laughs> that that last ad that ran during your break almost broke the BS meter. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. That's uh, all I got. Thanks. Uh, yeah, it is. It's the it's the Chester Molester van promising you health for your lifetime. You won't get sick. Yeah, I just got the chills. Gross. I want to take a shower. It's that dirty and gross. The word word predator. Oh, predator Predator comes to mind. Oh, my gosh. It should be. the, the, The little hairs on the back of your neck should be standing up, screaming at you not to go toward the van. Seriously. I mean, they're giving you every rotten thing for you. I mean, honestly, why don't they just say van full of calories, um, you know, excess carbs, Doritos for life, anything that will kill you. Uh, Not as fast as a vaccine, but there to kill you. Um, Why don't they just hand out lettuce with E. coli? (laughs) Why don't we just go there and do it? Okay. Uh, You get you get E. coli for getting the vaccine. I can't wait. Where's, Where's the nearest depot? Where can I get my shot? Hi, how dumb are we? Um, we're that dumb. Yes, we're that dumb. So um, tell me about this book, The End of Days. It's called The Light of Days. The Light of Days. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm, I'm in that mode of The, the end, end of Days. The end I really... of days. No, actually, that's <laughs> a great title, right? The right? Light of Days. It's the untold story of women resistance fighters in the ghettos of Germany. So Warsaw was a big place, but there were many, many ghettos in other cities. Mm-hmm. And these women were mostly young adult women, unmarried, really? and teenage girls. Wow. Reason being is that they needed to be able to um, send notes and get weapons mm-hmm. and get messages and build support, which they had. So this was a Jewish organization, one of them. Um, and it had started originally... Uh, when they had gotten together because of being socialists. And so these were like youth groups that would get together in the summers and they would do cultural things, but Mm -hmm. they would practice Mm self-defense. There was another group that used weapons and they didn't want to have anything to do with each other. One was like a real militant group and Mm -hmm. one was just all about the culture. And so when the war hit and then the ghettos were created, these young people already knew each other. They knew how to work together. Hmm. The ghettos were created, especially Warsaw. It had almost half a million people in it. And so they started setting up 
um, soup kitchens inside and education and just going for that. Well, they did that for a couple years, but what happened was there was a mass evacuation of people, and it turns out to a death camp, Treblinka. Um, Auschwitz was a work camp and an extermination camp, so someone, when they took out 53,000 people from the Warsaw Ghetto, followed the train, okay, and then came back with the message, uh, this is a death camp. So Everybody they didn't died. believe it was. So at mm-hmm. that, the people there, the mm-hmm. Jewish leaders in the ghetto, said that can't be possible. They, they want to use us for workers, because that's what they were told. Mm-hmm. So then there was another mass deportation from the ghetto, like 300,000 people. And these young adults said, that's it. We are creating bunkers. We're mm-hmm. getting weapons. We are going to fight They believed back. that something was going on. They believed. And they couldn't believe, this is the key part, they couldn't believe that everybody else wasn't believing. Well, yeah, like over here in America, here we were interning the Japanese, but they were going to work. We weren't killing them. So in our minds, over even over here, we had a hard time believing, believing. that it was actually happening over there. Yes. Yeah. And there were fake letters <laughs> written back mm-hmm. that, oh, we're just in a work camp. So these Jewish fighters, and there were a couple hundred of them, just said, we're just going to fight. They're going to come in and try to take us. We are going to fight back. Now, remember uh, Solzhenitsyn, who had gone through the gulag, and when they came for people, he said, if only we had fought back in our houses. Now, they had no weapons in the Soviet Union to do that. They, They said, just using anything so they wouldn't come and take us. In this ghetto, these young people said... We know we're going to die. We want to choose when, and we want to die with dignity fighting back. So as soon as they started fighting back, the Germans retreated. They fought. They said, we can't believe it. We fought against these, these armed <laughs> Germans, and they fought. Well, the good thing was they were getting weapons from the Germans that they killed inside the ghetto. So now they were accumulating more and more weapons. But the Germans brought in a very tough general who said, we're just going to firebomb the whole thing. And they mm. said, there were 50,000 people left in there. And so that's what they did. They just firebombed him building by building. But there were bunkers underneath that they were able to construct. Can, mm. Well, and to live out the firebombing. Wow. And people lived through this to tell the story. So this whole time, one of the key aspects was making sure that the story was being written down Mm -hmm. so that their story would survive. And it wouldn't just be the German story surviving. They eventually got out through sewers, some of Mm -hmm. them. But the Germans did track down a lot of them um, and, and kill a good number But the point was, they said it just electrified all the Jews in all the countries because word went out, Jews were fighting back on a large scale. But it all came down to the fact that they had to believe the reality of the information they were told about what was really happening and not be in denial. Right. And what are people in denial of right now? This shot and with the effects of it and the fact that we were told there was a pandemic that honestly didn't take place because there's no evidence to support it other than the media and government saying it happened. <laughs> there's no other evidence. And so and so I find it, you know, there are people right now doing this warning. They're going, hey, this shot, you know, uh, 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 Oh, what's his name? The most famous doctor we have in America, Peter. Um, oh, what is his last name? Um, he is the cardiologist. He's the most published doctor. He's out there saying, this is so dangerous. Why are you doing this? These are the people sounding the alarm bell and word is spreading. 
word is spreading. And so there are people in denial. And what was their message? Get out there and get this message out there quick so people have a chance to know both messages. They can evaluate for themselves. But if both messages aren't, but if this other message isn't told, you know, there's a responsibility to let people know what can happen to them. That's right. Right. And there's a responsibility on us to um, to share information that may not be possible. So when you were hearing those emails between Zuckerberg mm-hmm. and Fauci and how Zuckerberg was going to help him get the message out. Right. And that message turns out what well, the flip flopping and then the right. vaccine. And so we all the other opinions about it mm-hmm. got shut down right. or the fact checkers went yeah. crazy. And right. who was putting up the fact checkers? Right. It was Facebook. It was people who had a vested interest yeah. in promoting the narrative. So true. And Peter McCullough was the name of the top top doctor, by the way. And, you know, I put up a post about COVID during the show and I'd never said COVID. I just said shot. Okay. And it put up a COVID warning and they are really dialing in on people. And I mean, you don't even have to say, you can even say it in code and they're dialing in. And they're very afraid of the truth getting out. It's a, it's Mm -hmm. a very aggressive approach. Uh And people who are not used to fighting and resisting. Mm -hmm. So this book really talks about resistance. Now, because it went so long and they didn't have support, not even from the home army, Mm -hmm. the Polish army, they were doomed to fail. Um, But the idea was that they finally said, we resisted in mass. And it came to being um, a martial effort. Right. Militaristic. But that doesn't have to happen to us. And it's not happening. Mm -hmm. We already fought a revolution, as we've talked about many times before. We don't need to refight it. We just need our rights. Mm -hmm. Um, But this book is so life changing when you read it. And I'm happy to say that there is a children's version for young adults, the Light of Day's Young Readers Edition for ages um, 10 to 12. Mm-hmm. And so they can be exposed right. to the effort that these teenagers and young adult women, in this case, and others, put mm-hmm. into saving themselves, saving their families. Um, many of their families had been destroyed, and instead of just existing in depression, they right. took action. So highly recommended and um i'm really glad to see that now we have examples of resistance more examples yes, we need them we need of them. resistance what's the name again it's called the light of days by judy battalion one t and it's the untold story of women resistance fighters in hitler's ghettos yeah so we are just blessed that this author said she found 7,000 pages of documentation in Yiddish and in Hebrew <laughs> and said, wait, what is this? And she said, I almost closed the, the file it was in. And she said, oh, my gosh, this is their true story. So hopefully the rest of us can know that we need to be writing things. Right. I like to write, mm-hmm. not always a journal keeper, have been in the past. But just noting what we're going through in this day and age mm-hmm. and who is on the side of liberators. Right. Are we being liberators? Are we being oppressors? Yeah. Are you going to go near the creepy van? <laughs> or are you going to go <laughs> warn people, come get your candy? Are you going to warn people about it? Are we going to make sure people understand what can happen to them? Are we sounding the alarm bell of a depopulation movement that's about to take place? You know... <sighs> I, I would always err on the side of caution on this rather than, uh, you know, happily skip down to the old, you know, jab office for my latest experimental shot. 
I for mean, a, for a glass of beer or a yeah, lap dance? Yeah, well, you know, lap dance, donut, and a glass of beer. I mean, could you offer any more things that were that gross and terrible for you? Of course not, you know, but uh, that, look at that. Look at what they have to do to get you to do it and entice you and market and make commercials and do all this stuff to you to try to get you to do it. If there was real danger and you thought this was going to work, you would have done it, right? Absolutely. Man, oh man, oh man. Susan, thank you. Oh, really appreciate you. My pleasure. You and Melissa are great. Be back tomorrow with Chris Ann Hall. And uh, by the way, David Fiorosa um, uh, joins me next Monday after Dr. Duke Pesta. Lots of guests coming up on the show. Got some great guests on Friday. Interesting topic. Be faithful, be fearless. See you back here tomorrow.